The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Sharon Lawrence is the owner and primary clinician of Sela Wellness and Therapeutic Services. She has over 15 years of experience working as a therapist, clinical director, foster care supervisor, behavioral health bureau chief, certified anger management specialist, certified life coach, certified prepare and rich trainer and speaker. She specializes in providing therapy for therapists, professionals, and couples. She is passionate about empowering others to maximize their quality of life. Her mission is to provide individuals and couples with the tools to be successful. Family, let's welcome Sharon Lawrence to the Minding My Black Business Podcast. Welcome to Minding My Black Business. excited for today's guest. Um, we have bumped into each other in social media and so I feel like I know it already and so I, this is such a wonderful <laughs> opportunity for us to have a recorded conversation yes. <laughs> about things that are quite important to us. So family let me introduce you Sharon Lawrence. Welcome to the Minding My Black Business Podcast. Thank you so much, Dr. T. I, I told you, I, if I could just bow. Like, oh. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. I so, <laughs> so appreciate you and what you're doing. And I was like, I, I got to, you know, connect. This is yeah. important. So I'm just... I'm grateful. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so glad that you were able to make it and find time in your busy schedule because you are a woman on the move and I love it. And I'm like, I keep up with you. <laughs> nah. Hard working woman. I mean, ooh. We work hard though. We, we do. do. We absolutely do. We absolutely and speaking of that, can you tell the family where they can find you? Yes. Um, and, and provide a little introduction to, to what you do, the things that you do. Okay, great. Well, let's start with the social media because I know that's always what people want to kind of tune into. That's what will help right. them reconnect immediately. Okay. Um, but I am on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I have a YouTube channel and my handle is at MySela Wellness. Mm. So that's M-Y-S-E-L-A-H wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also my website, that's my domain as well. So www.mysailorwellness.com. Mm-hmm. So that's how you can find me. Um, I am known as the therapist for therapists because that's what my niche is. Um, I work with therapists, other professionals and couples. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm basically helping and strengthening the people who are helping and strengthening other people, Mm. Um, making sure that they are committed to that ethical obligation that they're supposed to have to themselves Mm -hmm. and taking care of themselves so that they can be effective at what they're doing, but also understanding fully that they're not exempt from going through life like their clients or their customers, you know, they're, they're facing challenges like anyone else, you know? So that is me, um, speaker, author, trainer mm-hmm. for prepare and rich. I'm about to venture out doing some CEU stuff as well. So got some other things in the works, um, but I'm excited. Oh, and professor, that's my new title. <laughs> so I'm excited <laughs> teaching at two different schools and, um, 
just trying to impact this this new generation of helping professionals. Yeah, absolutely. Well, definitely, we appreciate your work that you do for us. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank so, you. so I'm curious, how did entrepreneurship find you? How did this even happen for you? Wow. Um, I was kind of running a little bit, even though this was my passion to be able to to do therapy for therapists, but having a business and being the sole person, you know, that would be handling everything, it was a little bit scary. Mm -hmm. um, however, I went to a networking event with two, well, one, I know for sure, you, for sure that you know, that's Siobhan Odom. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, Angie Hill, they had a networking event for clinicians. And so I actually went in from just being in that environment, I was so empowered mm -hmm. that I actually ended up moving my time frame up to start my practice. Wow. Um, but I sat on it leading up to that time. I sat on it for about seven years. Okay. okay. And so I have now been in private practice for two years. I consider myself to be an entrepreneur, a businesswoman. Um, and so it's, um, it's real. And I've learned a, a lot, but I'm grateful for the journey that it's not just about the therapeutic process, but it's about the business aspect. Okay. And I'm able to share that with other people. So it's truly been amazing. Wow, that is so fantastic that you all have a network up there that provides that level of support. Because I yes. like to say that that's like one of the critical elements to entrepreneurship mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is having that network of people who are business owners who can talk to you about the that's wonderful right. and the hurdles that come with this journey. So I'm so absolutely yeah. So we're going to be talking about healthy relationships and that is your that is your specialty and so yes, you are the woman that i need to i need you to help us <laughs> where should we start okay okay i got i got, I got an idea <laughs> okay uh oh she got and right I, because i'm and we sort of talked about this off the thing for a, a few uh -huh. moments but as business owners we often look to collaborate and so you know an idea of going to other people's things or um, maybe even partnering on a longer project mm -hmm. um and it makes a lot of sense because it gives you an opportunity to kind of cross promote and introduce yourself to new audiences and so from the beginning you can come into this scenario with all sorts of excitement and dreams and hopes mm -hmm. um but what you might miss is the practical pieces in terms of what it means to join two forces together two businesses right. two entrepreneurs what are some things that people should pay attention to when it, when it comes to creating um, a situation in which two business owners are collaborating in a healthy and productive way? You know whether or not people know how to play well in the sand together, mm. you know, because there are some people who often want to collaborate, but oftentimes what that means is that they want another name attached to them, but they want to be able to control all the pieces of it. And so you have to make sure when you're connecting with people that it truly is about a mutual level of respect and support. It cannot be that, oh, well, we're collaborating, but we're going to take over all of the aspects of the project and leave you out. Mm -hmm. um, or you have a situation where you're collaborating with someone, but they're not present. And so you're all excited about the collaboration. And when you look up, you find that you may be the only person doing the bulk of the work. So maybe kind of getting an idea of who that person is before committing 
to saying let's collaborate because it's easy to say let's collaborate but when you don't have all the information about that individual how they function what is their reputation mm -hmm. with other you know business owners mm -hmm. or even in the field the specialty that you have know who you're connecting yourself to because that's your name that's your image that's your brand absolutely that is at risk of being kind of muddied if things go left you know and yeah. so I'm like, been there, done that. And so you really got to be careful. And so we know, we, we hear a lot from mentors that support us, but the reality is that a lot of this stuff you learn through trial and error. For and sure. so don't be upset that you learn it. Just be, be grateful that you're learning it and so that you pay attention and you do something different the next time. So you brought up an a interesting point in terms of like, do your research. How would you suggest that people go about doing it? How do they research this potential partner? Use what you've been using all along, social media. Mm. Look at their timeline. Mm -hmm. Look at who they're connected to. Look and see if they've ever collaborated on anything. Mm. Or take the time to say, okay, if you can't find that information on social media, maybe you have a mutual friend. Mm hmm and you can check in, not talking about them. Just say, hey, so-and-so approached me. I've, I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, I know that you're connected to so-and-so. What can you tell me about them? Mm -hmm. They've approached me about doing A, B, and C, and I kind of wanted to know if you knew anything about their work ethic. Right, right. And I don't look at that as being gossipy. I look at that as saying, okay, they're investigating, and let me make sure that I'm real clear and fair in right. my response because I'm also not trying to damage somebody else's reputation. Right. Um, and so I tell them, do that research. But the other thing is, if you don't have that as an option, maybe consider sitting down with that person and say, hey, I know we've talked about possibly collaborating. Can we talk about what that looks like? Mm -hmm. Because this is my working style. Mm -hmm. And I need to know, what is your working style? And a lot of times people don't even think from that perspective. They'll say, oh, nobody ever asked me that. We just do it. And it's, mm -hmm. when people say that, I get nervous. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, we're not going to just do it. Let's talk about what is what it's going to look like. Right. Um, because I'm one of those people, if you give me an idea, I'm going to run with it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, when do we start? How do we get this done? Let, let's roll. Okay, when do you want to meet? Okay, I got a Zoom link. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. um, but you got to have a plan of action. Absolutely. And if that person is giving you those signs in the beginning that they don't function even similar or even better than you, mm -hmm. I would say... Look at that flag and go, mm, let me let me pause for a minute and see if this is what I want to do. And hey, I'll get back to you. Mm -hmm. Let me check my schedule. Let me see what the commitment is going to look like. Let me see what I can work out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's say the two entrepreneurs, you've initiated that conversation. You've had it. It's mm -hmm. gone well. Um, they've responded in a way that kind of sits, okay, I think our, our working styles are going to match. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of get further along into the project. <laughs> I think you know where I'm going. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> uh -huh. and dynamics change yeah. um, in terms of what you thought you were getting no longer is, mm. is being brought to the table. How do you, how do you handle that? What, what should you know, we do? The first thing is, if you're talking about an event that you're planning, mm -hmm. follow through with the event. Right. Because I'm sure by that, by this point, now, no, let me say it this way. If you have not got to the point where you started marketing, mm -hmm. you can remove yourself. If you really feel like this is something that if you bring to their attention and they're not going to be receptive or responsive to, remove yourself. It's okay mm -hmm. to set the boundary and say, you know what, I, 
I don't think this is going as planned. I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, But thank you for your time. Maybe we can try this again in the future. But right now, it just doesn't seem like a a good time. And here are my concerns, if they're open to it. Right. If you feel like you have marketed and people have reached out to you and there's this great interest, you may want to have some meetings and push through Mm. and find a way to work peacefully with one another. Right. You know, considering there's no great chaos it sounds like it's just you're just not on the same page right continue with the event because your bigger mission is being able to reach a group of people Mm -hmm. for a particular purpose Mm -hmm. and so stick with the plan and then kind of just commit to yourself okay what worked well and what didn't work well so I know what to do the next time I collaborate because what you don't want to do is find yourself in one of those predicaments that you have one bad experience mm-hmm. and then you all of a sudden you don't want to work with anybody <laughs> ever again. You know how it is. And absolutely everybody in social work and counseling, when they go to grad school, they're like, I don't work in groups. It's like, <laughs> we all work in groups. You can't run from that stuff. Like, <laughs> I don't like, I don't like people. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you have to find a way, you know, to make it work and carry out the task and then say, okay, let me, transition but don't allow it to muddy your view of everyone that you come in contact with because that may be a great opportunity for you mm-hmm. yeah i like that so i like the idea of being able to sort of bring that person back to task <laughs> and make sure we clarify we're on the same page yeah and at the same time figuring out if this is something that you want to push forward with um because it could be a moment where maybe this is my out maybe it's a time for me to kind of gracefully bow out of this endeavor whatever that is yeah some some folks decide that they bigger bigger than a program that they are going to go into partnership for their business Mm -hmm. with someone and so what do you think are some critical like questions that need to happen at either at the beginning or throughout the process um because i think of that much like a marriage i mean (laughs) we are married to our business in a lot of ways but going into partnership with someone requires so much from both of you Um, so it's it's funny because you know i do couples work uh and i often tell people that the the strategies that we use with preparing rich and with couples, they mm-hmm. cross over into intimate friendship and business relationships. So that sounds more like partner style and habits. You need to right. understand how your business partner functions. Mm. You need to understand what the rules are going to be or come up with the, what the rules will be when you guys have conflict, when there is something that doesn't go well, who's going to be responsible. Is there a good cop, bad cop? Mm. Um, who handles what portions of the business? Just like you have relationship roles in your relationships with your intimate partner, you have relationship roles in your biz- with your business partner. Absolutely. Who is responsible for what? Mm-hmm. And making sure that you respect those spaces, but being able to say, okay, if you're unable to fulfill this duty for any reason, how do I step up and do that? Mm-hmm. So basically, it's like an interview. Mm-hmm. You should be interviewing one another to say, hey, are we truly a good fit for this? Right. How do you manage other friendships? And if you know that you've heard that person say, oh, I cut people up very quickly, mm-hmm. that's a red flag. Because <laughs> if you do something wrong, mm-hmm. they may then want to walk away from the business. Businesses have literally dissolved over a disagreement. Yeah. Where they're like, okay, I'll buy you out or mm-hmm. I'll remove your name from this. Mm-hmm. Because they never discussed it. Mm-hmm. And you can't wait until there's a problem to discuss things. So you should be asking questions like, okay, how are we going to deal with conflict? Mm 
What are our responsibilities? Who, you know, how do we go about making sure that people understand what our roles are? Who's the president? Who's the vice president? But also who handles the finances? How are we paying ourselves? Mm -hmm. Are there going to be bonuses? Everything from insurance to money to customer service or client care to um, systems and administrative concerns that may come up. Who's writing what policies? How are you adhering to those policies? Also, when are we meeting mm-hmm. to do check-ins? How are things going with the business? Just like, again, with intimate, there are temperature checks. Mm-hmm. Do the same with your business partner. Right. Ask the question, how are we doing? Mm-hmm. Is everything okay? Have I missed any steps? Did I concern you with something? Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are non-confrontational. So you may have to be the one to say, hey, I noticed you were quiet the other day after the meeting. Mm-hmm. Is it something that I said? Because I want to make sure we correct it. I don't want any bad luck between us. Right. Um, and so you, somebody is going to have to be the big person and say, hey, can we chat to make sure we're cool? Because if we don't have it together here, the business can't flow. Fun- you know, it's not going to function well. Right. And so, yeah, you got to make sure that things are functioning fully. That's the word I want to fully. And so you have to make sure that you're on the same page or at least on the same, same wavelength mm-hmm. to say, how do we get back on the same page? Like right. we in the same ocean and right. be working together. You know, y'all man, you're like on a whole different continent to divide. Like what happened? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> It's like one flowing up, one floor. It's like right, right. You have to make sure that no matter what, it should be an unbreakable bond. Mm, mm-hmm. So making sure that there, you know, you may want to come up with vows, business mm-hmm. vows, mm-hmm. something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it sounds like one of the most important things that you're saying is that you're going to have to communicate with each other. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think oftentimes if we go into business with someone that we know, or we think we know in one aspect, but they might be different in a business aspect. We might, we might make assumptions about what they're thinking about things or why they chose to do one thing or why they're not saying one thing as opposed to kind of humbling yourselves, as you mentioned, and just being open about, what's going on? What's happening? You seem to be really have a lot of energy around this thing. And then now things are changing. Um, and, or or sometimes not even knowing what's happening for that person behind the scenes. They might have a personal concern that's impacting their ability to be present, um, Mm -hmm. in a business way. So being able to communicate in a full way, uh, you're you're talking about transparency. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and being able to be honest about what it is that's happening. Mm-hmm. And transparency is, it means that you have to be vulnerable. And not even the strongest people have a difficult time being vulnerable. People see business owners and they think, oh, they must be so strong emotionally and intellectually. But sometimes they're the most sensitive people. I, 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 I hey, hands up. <laughs> Welcome to AA, right? And it, 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 so it's like, my name is Sharon. Hey guys. Um, and I'm <laughs> right. a sensitive being, you know, right. um, but I'm in tune with myself. I know who I am. I, you know, and so I don't, I don't pretend to be anything that I'm right. not. And so right. you definitely have to one, be aware of mm-hmm. what's happening with you. So when your business partner does say something, or if you need to go and approach them, mm-hmm. you can kind of express that the right way, not 
hoping that they will read your mind because nobody is a mind reader. That's right. the other piece where you should have known. No, you should not have known mm-hmm. unless you clearly stated that person is not supposed to be able to guess what it is you're feeling or doing. Right. It's your responsibility to bring clarity to whatever's happening in that business relationship. The, the only way to be healthy is to make sure that you're committed to taking care of that relationship, mm-hmm. like you would with the doctor's appointment, right. like you would with your medication, you know, going for a walk, exercising, mm-hmm. um, doing your hair, self-care. There are things that you are constantly responsible for in your regular life. It's the same with your business relationship, looking to see what areas need tending to every day every week, mm-hmm. every month, every mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. There, there are no points where you just get to say, oh, I'll deal with that in a couple of years. No, <laughs> you, you, you don't get to just stop. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. You know, in my talks with entrepreneurs, I am uh, sort of kind of hammering these messages home about healthy relationships, about having boundaries, about taking care of our own mental health as we do things Mm -hmm. and the reason before that is because you know if you're feeling good and feeling happy and healthy in these ways then it'll translate into uh, a growing business a profitable business prosperous business Mm -hmm. and so what ways do you think having an unhealthy relationship with your business can impact the business owner oh gosh (laughs) I mean one most likely you're not tending to your affairs the way you should be. So, right. I mean, you're running the risk of basically your business going under mm-hmm. um, when you don't do that. Uh, and so I, when you're a business owner who does not take care of self and does not have healthy relationships with your business partners or your clients, mm-hmm. and you don't take responsibility mm-hmm. for it, you lose everything. Absolutely. And so the key word in that is responsibility. Mm-hmm. You are responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a meme today or a picture of this little girl standing in front of a sign. And it says, um, this is who's responsible for your choices, your peace. What, and I can't remember all the rest mm-hmm. of them. Your values. And, and it, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You saw. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they had a mirror hanging. So mm-hmm. every time she moved from one mirror to another, basically she knew it was her. Right. And so when it comes to business ownership and business relationships, you are responsible for your actions. Absolutely. You are responsible for the life, the livelihood of your business. Mm-hmm. So when stuff is not going well, you can't say, oh, it's the client or just the business partner. Mm-hmm. It may have one inkling of that, but the reality is that you have the responsibility for anything that's in your court. Mm -hmm. How did you manage yourself? How did you manage your affairs? Mm -hmm. And so when you're not healthy taking care of you and how you function, and you're not tending to the business in the right way, you're at risk Mm -hmm. of losing everything. And, And it's even like what, there are some people who miss it, Dr. T, because if they lose one client and get another, they just keep moving. And right. the reality is that if you're losing multiple clients, there should be something internally that says, hey, what am I doing that I'm losing people versus saying, okay, the relationship 
has kind of come to an end because right. I've met their goals. It was I've a met mutual decision, right? Yes. But <laughs> right. when you're losing people repeatedly, mm-hmm. at some point do you say, okay, is there something I need to do differently? Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be that you're wrong, but if you're in the wrong, correct it. For sure. But you got to be aware of it. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like at this point, there are probably some listeners that are vigorously shaking their head like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They identifying hands raised. You have spoken yes, to them. Like, Welcome to Business Anonymous. <laughs> right. I'm here. Yes, y'all. And I see I can say that because I'm like, I'm I also specialize in substance abuse counseling. Uh. So y'all don't don't inbox me saying, wait, don't say AA, don't say B A. Right. Just chill. I got right. it. Um right. and so the purpose is that. I'm, we're not alone. That's, right. that's the basis of it. Right. We're not alone. Like all of those systems and groups were set up. And so we probably do need more groups. Like what you're doing with Mind and My Black Business, you are creating an environment. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you have created an environment where people share. There's no judgment. Yeah. 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 That's Come as you right. are. Please. <laughs> and get Please. the support that you need. So it's yeah. like, no, do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> What would you suggest? So for those who are like, they're fully in, they have found themselves in the way that you've described, like, you know, they might be having some healthy behaviors, but definitely recognizing themselves in the unhealthy patterns or even um, unhealthy partnerships as it relates to business. How can they turn the tap? What would you suggest are like some of the first crucial steps that they've realized, uh-oh, there are so many red flags. I have missed them. <laughs> how can I either get out of this or how can I fix it? What can I do? The first thing you can do is try and have a conversation with someone mm-hmm. if you feel like it's going to change. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel like it's a good fit or it's truly not working and you need to remove yourself, it's okay to do so. Mm-hmm. We often see clients and customers who will say, this doesn't work for me. And they have no problem letting us know for sure. that they need something different. And even then, even in my case, if I have someone who comes to me and says, you know what, I'm looking for a specialty in this. And I know that that is not my specialty. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help them find that person. Absolutely. I'm not going to be upset about it. It's going, you know what? Let's connect you. Or they right. say, Hey, I'm going to do A, B, and C. Okay. Well, I'll be here if you ever need to, to come back. Absolutely. Do it in a way that really sets the tone of there's no animosity. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, anger mm-hmm. because of the separation. And so it really is about the message that you give. Thank you for your time. However, mm-hmm. I don't think that this is working for me at this time. I'm not saying we'll never connect again, but right now I need to remove myself from it. If the person is willing to hear you, share what your concerns are Mm -hmm. um, and and, and keep moving, but don't feel bad about it. Every relationship does not mean that you have to be in it long term. Mm -hmm. People are in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the minute you recognize that not everybody is a lifetime, you know, relationship, Mm -hmm. That's the first step towards healing in your mind in terms of how you think and see things. Absolutely. The minute you realize that, you go, okay, maybe this is just a season and be okay. Be grateful for that season. Again, you learn right. something and right. just move it. I think I, I love that because I think I encounter entrepreneurs that sort of feel, particularly if you're like early on in the business building process, a sense of desperation like I can't I'm gonna ride this thing to the wheels fall off even though they <laughs> even though they see it like buckling underneath them yeah. um, like I'm gonna try to make it fix and the idea 
of you giving simply giving them permission to say it's okay you can let that relationship go you can let it go Mm -hmm. yeah it's okay Mm -hmm. um i have truly had my share of the ups and downs Mm -hmm. some i'm responsible for some i'm not responsible for but even the ones i'm responsible for you can do what you can and then in the end it's like what you should never do is chase right what's supposed to be for you will be for you Mm -hmm. don't chase anything that is not supposed to be in your life and even if it is Mm -hmm. be patient if it's meant to be there it it'll make its way back right Right. (laughs) but you can't force anything and you never work from a place of desperation Mm -hmm. again the result is almost like that's the demise of everything because then your focus is off. Mm -hmm. And so now you're talking about focusing more on the friendships or the relationships versus the livelihood or the survival of the business. And what was your reason for doing this in the first place? And so your whole dream, your vision kind of goes out the window because you start to focus more on the toxic relationship or, you know, the, the, the hindrances that have now presented themselves and it keeps you from flourishing in what you were actually called to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I found that people will then start to accommodate in ways that they never intended. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just like you're saying, you lose your vision. Now what you're doing, was nothing <laughs> in terms of what you agreed upon mm-hmm. uh, and you're miserable mm-hmm. and you can't figure out why. You can't. But, right. <laughs> and you, and then you stuck longer than you need to be. You're like, how did I get here? Um, it's their fault. No, you contribute to this. I was Absolutely. When they're in the situation, I will say, what did you do? Mm-hmm. And they say, what do you mean? You contributed to this some way, somehow. Absolutely. And you have to figure out what your part is so that you don't repeat it. Mm-hmm. And awareness creates the opportunity to make better choices. Absolutely. And if you're not aware, you're not going to make those better choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, listen. <laughs> Sharon has laid it down. It's on record so you all can listen to this again. <laughs> but before we go, I must ask you, what does Mind My Black Business mean to you? Be professional. <laughs> Be consistent. Y'all don't know I've been waiting for this question the whole interview. I was like, I'm ready. Um, be professional, y'all. Uh-huh. Um, be consistent. Mm-hmm. Be a person of your word. Um, don't misrepresent yourself. Right. Don't market yourself as someone that you're not. Mm-hmm. Don't make promises. Be who you are. Mm-hmm. Master your craft mm-hmm. before you connect to your clients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they're trusting you. They're paying you. Mm-hmm. So minding my black business means handling your business the right way. And I'm saying that, Dr. T, because we know that a lot of people, including black people, don't use black businesses. That's true. Mm -hmm. Because of how we manage things or fail to manage things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, or we we do things a little bit extra and it causes people not to want to deal with us. Mm -hmm. Be professional. So when they come in from the time they walk in the door, it's almost like an usher at church. Mm -hmm. 
that usher sets the tone. And I, I can speak again, y'all don't come for me. I was an usher for 13 years. So don't, don't come for me. So <laughs> I, I was an usher. So I know how you greet people mm-hmm. determines how that new person connects to that ministry. Right. That doorkeeper is everything. When that person comes to you, they're trusting that who you are from that first phone call mm-hmm. is who you're going to be throughout the, the duration of that business relationship. Absolutely. So please govern yourselves accordingly mm-hmm. because they're watching you from beginning to end. Don't start well and then become messy mm-hmm. and unresponsive mm-hmm. or defensive. If mm-hmm. they're asking you questions, be willing to say, okay, yeah, let me go back to what we talked about in the beginning. Let me go over that again. Make sure I didn't miss anything. Be right. patient with them. Mm-hmm. They're looking to us to manage ourselves the right way mm-hmm. so that they can start building a greater level of trust in Black businesses. Mm-hmm. So please handle yourself mm-hmm. and handle it right. And, and if you don't know those skills, get a mentor and learn how to do that the right way. Don't try and take it on because you're going you're gonna to mess it up if mm-hmm. you don't know. Right. Get a mentor and let them help you. I love my mentor, Erica Reed. Like she's always asking, what's your end goal? What are you doing here? What about this? She, she has me thinking even before I call her. Mm. So I, I already know I got to get my thoughts right before I pick up that phone to call her because I already know she's coming with the questions and I have to right. be ready. Absolutely. So just handle yourselves. I'm sorry for that long answer y'all, no, but I, I needed them to, to understand why I was saying what I was saying. It, mm-hmm. it, there's some in-depth um, background to that. That it's like I, you mm-hmm. live and you learn, mm-hmm. but then you 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 live and you do. Yeah. After you you know you learn, you you do it the right way. So Absolutely. let's do right by our communities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, you have just provided so much wonderful guidance. <laughs> so so thank you for stopping by the show and i know that there are several people who have truly felt like this is something that's going to help them make better decisions and moving forward absolutely i hope it's helpful thank you so much again for having me absolutely so if you want to know more and you like what you heard don't forget to like subscribe and comment on the podcast also follow the movement on our website mindingmyblackbusiness.com and on our facebook and instagram pages under minding my black business and on twitter under minding my black biz so peace and blessings to us all family and when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing let them know that you're minding my black business